I must have gotten a virus. Oh, darn. Uh, totally hacked. It's not like totally <laughs> browser history or anything. It's a no. very specific virus that makes you go to Pornhub every day at 12.03 p.m. Welcome to another episode of Let's Rewatch, the show where we watch movies that we loved in our youth and find out if they're still any good. I'm Brett. I'm Sam. I'm Ash. And, and I'm... Oh, shit. Wave the... Oh, <laughs> my God. I'm trying... Jumping the fucking gun. Wow. <laughs> uh, and I'm Trick, comma, Pat. <laughs> and with us here today is my oldest friend in the world, Richard. Patrick, it is great to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, it's been too long, man. How are you? I'm doing great. It's a rainy day here in Portland, and I'm cozy and all snuggled up with my buds. This isn't going to sound like a joke to the listeners. If he's your oldest... I was going to say, if he's your oldest friend, that's really sad, because it's been like five seconds since you guys met each other. It's a bond that lasts a lifetime. That lasts a lifetime. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. To be fair, I think that is 53 seconds. So, Rich is actually Brett's childhood friend. You guys have known each other since kindergarten, right? First First grade. First grade. This is a hot, hot trivia for Let's Rewatch. Hot, hot trivia. And, Best friends. And Rich, you're grade. creative. Oh, I'm I'm a very creative person. So creative. He's so creative. creative with his insults. Yes, I. Uh, <laughs> he is actually very good. At I am known as uh, mm-hmm. an insult as six gins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also known as six gins. Uh, I, I made it to eight gins the other night. So. I mean, I, that's one of the problems with the rapper two chains is that he doesn't have enough chains, but you can always have more gins. Yeah, you get weighed down by the chains eventually. Mm-hmm. And you're going to you your gin just lifts you, you up. In, uh, the IT industry. Correct? I do. I don't have a whole lot of uh, production street cred. I have worked as like a cameraman. I was an editor for a little while. Hmm. Uh, you edited my uh, high school. Cool music video for French class. I did back in the day. Your uh, yeah. lesbian oh, wow. eroticism. That was uh, <laughs> that was a fun project. Yeah. yeah to, to be fair, that was not video. how we intended it. It just was that my partner. We were best friends. And Your partner. We, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> my partner on the project. We were best friends, and we didn't have any other actors, so we were just like, I guess we'll play both parts, and it then... Was, it was very tasteful. Yes, thank you. I will say, but I don't count high school as my, my industry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's your experience. So how are you going to take your IT experience and apply it to the movie that we're watching today, which I'm is... I'm going to take a very hard, cynical approach. Cynical. Okay. Um, and my develop, like 10-year development of hatred for humanity Okay, yeah, perfect. to this movie. There's a lot of IT in this movie is there really there's a lot of technology it's like a techno future yeah and it goes oh. from la now Wait, now uh, was in 1980 no, no i'd say like the state of la now okay and then it goes into like an actual modern futuristic like oh, clean okay. city uh, clean modern yeah it's, it's surprising and what are we watching brett we're watching demolition man demolition man i just always assumed that because I've never seen this movie, that it's just a guy who goes around and demos houses. Yeah, or like rolls people over with a giant Mad Max-style vehicle. Well, it's actually a really good name for like an HGTV show. Yeah, Demolition like, Man. Oh! Star- yeah. Starring If Ty. Wesley Snipes comes back and like Vanilla Ice and starts doing like home renovation, he should call himself Demolition Man. <laughs> 
he wanted yes. to have like a, a Martha Stewart like post jail career. Dude, she's the shit. She got it. Do not even <laughs> I feel like try to throw shade at my girl Martha. Career. Yeah, <laughs> it did. It just it gave her this cool edge that like. But she Paula Dean. Really well, have? Paula Dean. But fuck that. I did not mean yeah, to make that reference. Yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. No, 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 no. Sorry. Sam Brett. bought like Paula Dean cookware. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. I did not. You bought it for your sous vide, and we thought it was vintage, and we flipped it over at home to wash it, and on the bottom it said Paula Dean, and I was like, we have to burn it now. To be fair, I'm sure someone else in history was named Paula Dean, so yeah. it could be. Yeah, I'm going to say, I meant to say Ina Garden. Who has yet to be confirmed as a race. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so anyway, so, Demolition Man. One Demolition thing that I've noticed is very curious about our show, mm-hmm. uh, and a few people have mentioned online, is we do a lot of movies from the 90s, but we don't just do a lot of movies from the 90s. We do so fucking many movies from 1993. Yes, because it was a good year. Well, we talked about this. I mean, we're all relatively in the same age demographic, and that's kind of fits the mold of movies that we probably we saw when we were younger mm-hmm. and you know as teenagers or children or very young adults and now there's enough time where it fits the mo- the mold of the show where I it's mean, a movie you remember but you haven't seen it in a while totally 5 years old yeah i was really? we were we were all 5 but that uh, doesn't <laughs> all right. so i'm the old man i was 9 so but it was enough time for like the movie to be out and it to be like considered a good movie so, so you probably I mean, saw I only it i first saw it on tv like i know i saw oh. it on like, fox yeah back like on channel two it was on there like you know one or two in the afternoon a lot of days and it's yeah, one of here. this movie rated um, it's, this, I think it's rated uh, thirteen. Well, they just, they just cut out all. I think of it's the, it's got to be thirteen. Yeah, be I don't think they go two. They don't go too raunchy, at least from what I remember. But I don't know that mind sex. But this is one of those movies that, you know, yeah, it came out in 93, but when I think of it, I think of it as an 80s movie. Again, because I was young. And it feels like an 80s movie. It feels like an 80s. Well, that, it's like that movie along with, it, it's on the same lines as uh, like Judge Dredd, the original. Well, let's be honest, it was probably written in the 80s. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, totally. What is the normal, like, lead time for a a script to actually get to... It varies widely. It really depends. It. it could be years before a script because it can be options. So first it could take years for a writer to write it. And then a studio can option it, which means when a it's studio... It's like they buy the rights, but they, they don't necessarily the make it or something. Well, they buy the rights for a specific amount of time. So they can option it for a couple of years. And then if that studio mm. doesn't make it in that couple of years, it goes back to the screenwriter and they can try to shop it around again. So if they option it, like, are they still getting paid? You get paid like, for the option. That's you, cool. I think you get paid more if they make the film, obviously. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so you could option it. You could option a script multiple times, and people just might not make it. Because okay. usually studios option way more scripts than they end up shooting. Because mm-hmm. they just want to, they're competitive, and they want to snatch mm-hmm. stuff up. I, I know, yeah, because I know writers that have had their rights bought to their books, and it's going on a decade, and they've not oh, been wow. made. And, so it was uh, the same for novelists? But, yeah, like, and then I think it was Fight Club. The movie was out like in theaters three years after the book was released, which feels like lightning fast. Wow. Yeah. yeah, that is really fast. I mean, knowing how long it takes to get a film off the ground, like, mm-hmm. that's crazy. Yeah. 
And then production could be a year and post could be like another year. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's years. Mm. It can be, that's why like there was something recently where it's like, oh, this director is finally making another movie. And it's like, well, yeah, but like this shit takes a long time. That doesn't mean he wasn't doing anything for five years, right. you know? Except yeah. for this director. Like I've only, I'm looking at their IMDb. Who is it? Uh, so the director of this one is Marco Brambola. Or Brambia? I don't know. Brambula. How you pronounce his last the name? Classic Disney film. Bramby. <laughs> <laughs> right, but I think he all, he has. Uh, how interesting. Well, from what I can see, there's only like three movies on his IMDb. Oh, that's sad. Uh, that's, this one didn't this go the well, did it? Or oldest. I think this is like middle. The middleest. Okay, no, he's done more than that. He's done eight. Four, eight. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so, do you want to know what they are? I don't know what any of them are. Kanye West. Anything we oh, recognize? Not, a music not. video. Wait, Kanye West, the movie? What? Yeah, he did a music video. Oh. Dinotopia miniseries. <laughs> I love Dinotopia. I didn't know that. Excess baggage. I don't know what that is. So, Demolition Man was like his first, it looks like. His first, first and best. Film. Yeah, 93. Wow. Who is in this movie? Oh, we have so many amazing people. You already mentioned Wesley Snipes, which... Yeah, we got Blade. Wesley Snipes <gasps> is in this. This is like, I think yeah. it was his eighth or ninth movie. Um, and then you have Sylvester Stallone, who's obviously another lead. And this is like his... I don't even know. It's like 25th or 30th. Yeah. Like it, it, It's pretty far down his list. This is his pinnacle. <laughs> and then Sandra Bullock, which at this what? time, this Sandra is her... Bullock? Yeah, this is her eighth movie that she's wow. been So she wasn't time. quite... I don't think she was quite big until Miss Congeniality, right? I don't uh, know. This one, this they, they do reference her as relatively unknown at the time yeah. in this movie, but I mean, this film was pretty popular. It ended up... Is, it, uh, is this pre or post speed? I think, oh. I think Speed was like 95. Speed, yeah, because yeah, Keanu wasn't... I think Miss Congeniality was like the peak of her popularity. Speed was 94, so Speed came out a year after this. Yeah, okay. And then, but it did, I mean, I think it did well for the time. You'll have to tell me. I mean, was it the $45 million, or 45 to $77 million budget? And then they say $160 million box office, which I don't know if that sounds great, but. That's not bad. Double your money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was for the time, 93. Yeah, that's that's a pretty... That was probably an expensive movie at the time, though. Yeah, it's it's one of those weird times in, in which that historically would have been a lot of money to make, but then it came out the same year as Jurassic Park, and then it wasn't a lot of money to make anymore. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, then Jurassic Park blew it all away. And there's quite a few like other well-known people. Like, I mean, some folks who you I only recognize by looking at their picture. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you've got like Nigel Hawthorne, uh, Dennis Leary's in it. Um, as oh. as another like as like secondary but still kind of mainish character, um, Jack Black's in it. What? Uh, briefly, and then you have Rob Schneider, but he's uncredited apparently. <gasps> and uh, wow, Glenn Shaddix is also in this. There's a, there's a huge li- like there's a lot of well known people here. Wow, Benjamin Bratt, ben future ben co star of Miss Congeniality. Oh hey, yeah, that guy. I remember him. <laughs> what has he been doing? And Jesse Ventura. What? <laughs> oh, oh what Ash, is this movie? Ash, you asked what Benjamin Bratt's been up to? Yeah. Uh, he was Isn't the he voice of show? Ernesto de la Cruz in the Pixar movie Coco. Oh, so. really? Yeah. That oh, wow. That so, was a great movie. So, yeah. obviously, you've seen this film, Rich. I, I saw it a lot as a kid, but I've probably not seen it in like. 15 20 years wow and yet like, i feel like i remember so much oh i remember it vividly like, <laughs> how oh many how many times have you guys seen this movie together 
Ooh. Possibly never. I don't know if we've ever watched it together. I don't think so. Yeah. We have been talking about doing this movie, though, for the podcast for years, maybe? I think I since think we started. Since yeah. Our, yeah, third episode, I think. It's been a long time. Because I am the biggest fan. Yes. So you remember liking it, obviously. Mm-hmm. You hated it with a passion. Oh, it's wonderful. <laughs> it's, it falls into that... Same thing as like the Judge Dredd category. Like It's that... like. It, to me, it feels 80s, even though it's not. It's like early 90s, but apparently I love the early 90s movies. And I remember like the pacing being really good. Like Again, I'm comparing it to Judge Dredd, but you watch that movie, and it's a fun movie, but it feels like it goes on for a while. Like They're really good at telling the story and stretching out time when they need to and then shrinking it down. Yeah, to, or it just, the magic it, of film. Exactly. But I don't feel like you see that a whole lot anymore, uh-huh. at least the way they do it. So I'm curious to get your thoughts oh, on that okay. afterwards, yeah. because I don't feel like they do pacing the same way that okay. they did in like the early 90s. No, yeah, it's it's definitely different. It feels like, it almost feels like an epic. Like it's just, okay. a, it's a long, like drawn out, but fun story. How about you, Patrick? Have you seen this film? I have seen it. It has been probably 20 years. I'll say, I don't think I've seen it since the great uh, Y2K incident that, you know, society changing. I don't think I've seen it since the 90s, probably. And I didn't see it in theaters when it came out. Definitely rented it from the old blockbuster, ye old blockbuster back in the day. You were dating yourself so much with all of these references. <laughs> hey, yeah, you went to I, 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 I'm, No, yes, I know. I'm, I'm about saying. to say goodbye. It's okay. I'm, I'm, I'm approaching it with grace. I, uh, the day after Christmas, I will say goodbye to my early 30s and enter my mid-30s. Oh. So, it's okay. It's okay, guys. I'm just, well, I'm just doing it with dignity. I'm going to have to take you out back and shoot you, Patrick. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Put me out on an ice floe. Yeah. yeah. What's you that know. movie? Is it Logan's Run? Your yes. It's going to start going off. Like, <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh my God. So did you like this film? Yeah. It's, it's you know, 90s action gloriness. It's uh, I actually oh. don't remember. I just remember lots of, like, very traditional uh, 90s, late 80s, early 90s action. Um the type of stuff that Last Action Hero was probably poking fun at. Oh, okay. And okay. I remember totally. Blonde Mohawk on Wesley Snipes, Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, Mind Sex, and the phrase, The Fast Food Wars. And that's what I remember. The Fast wow. Food Wars? Is that anything like the Info Wars? No. 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 Thank God. Thank God. No. Okay. It sounds Good. like something out of Idiocracy, though. The Fast Food Wars. Uh, yeah. Kind of yeah. Is. yeah. Kind of Did is, you ever uh, learn how to use the seashells? I did. <laughs> what is there's, this movie? There's a lot going on. In this he film. does not use the seashells. So Sam, you haven't seen this movie, either, I, right? I am the canary in the coal mine here, guys. I know nothing about this movie. I'm with Ash. Like I thought this was like an '80s movie of like like giant trucks that like plow things down. Oh yeah, it's totally that. That is yeah, a movie. Yeah. There is a movie where there's a big old truck that. Tries to kill everyone. And why is that one not called Demolition Man? Why is this one, this futuristic one, called Demolition Man? I'm so confused. I I don't even know what to expect. I just thought we were watching the Home and Garden TV show, you know, for uh, an hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or like a YouTube channel of just buildings being exploded mm-hmm. and demolished. It just yeah. he comes in and Sylvester Stallone with an old house that they're gonna... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah hey, we're gonna demo <laughs> this building. Yeah, we gotta we're be demo. real careful, because this beam is low-bearing. 
Uh, I got uh, another interesting fact on this one. Oh, yeah. Um, So, originally, uh, Sylvester Stallone was, like, the third option for this. What? Uh, The first one was Jean-Claude Van Damme. (gasps) And then Steven Seagal. Oh, no. What? I'm oh. really glad they did Yeah. yeah I mean, Van Damme no. could have been good. Van Damme might have been good. Uh, but he was definitely kind of the it guy yeah. of the time. How do yeah. you put Steven Seagal above Sylvester Stallone? Wow. I, well, at the time, he was huge. <clears throat> oh, really? Like, he was doing movies like I feel like crazy. Steven Seagal is the Adam Sandler of action movies, yeah. where he just keeps making them, and they're not great, but they make a lot of money because they don't cost anything. Yeah. And then going off of that real quick, uh, so Wesley Snipes, you know, Simon Phoenix is the villain, um, but it was originally offered to Jackie Chan. <gasps> Could you imagine like Van Damme and Jackie Chan going at it? That would be cool. That would have been that would have been pretty just awesome. as good as this movie. Okay, Probably. okay. So yeah. that movie kind of got made, but it was Jackie Chan and crap, Owen Wilson. What? Shanghai, Shanghai yeah. But they're Shang- both good guys. I want to see. I would love to see lovable Jackie Chan as a bad guy. Well, that's yeah. the reason. Yeah. He didn't, that's the reason he turned it down. He said he didn't want to play a villainous a character. Yeah, yeah I don't oh. think Jackie he's not ever played a villain. No, yeah. he's never played a villain. Although he's played a henchman, and if you look at that last one he did in the appropriate light, he definitely was the villain. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! That was uh, wait, which one? Which movie? Oh, what was that called? Oh, fuck! It was him and Pierce was it the Brosnan. The immigrant. The immigrant. Oh, is where Jackie Chan harasses Pierce Brosnan for like two hours. Yeah, <laughs> oh. I didn't even know that movie existed. It's fantastic. It's really good. It's, it's really actually. good, but it's just like you're supposed to, you're supposed to follow Jackie Chan like he's the good guy, and and he's kind he's of the really bad guy. not. Well, he, he wants he he's like he's uh, what is it lawful good? Mm. <laughs> like he wants justice. And that's yes. what he's going but for, he's, is, is his he wants justice. it too bad. He's doing too much. Gotcha. Yeah, he, he wants it very bad. That, mm-hmm. See, that, I'm a very easy fan to please with the media I consume, but one thing I just can't abide is if you have like a protagonist who's just unlikable, it's not that hard to make a likable person that you're supposed to root for. Because if you're doing everything from their perspective, we kind of default as the audience. Yeah. But when I find myself just being actively annoyed, that's the quickest way for me to to be done with a book or a movie or a show is if the protagonist, our main character, I find grating or annoying or just not. Oh God. Just, yeah. 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 That's like, I, a sidebar, like I grew up loving labyrinth and I still love that movie. But as an adult, I'm like, Sarah's fucking annoying. (laughs) All she does is go around like, Oh yeah. "Ah, It's not fair. It's not fair. And I'm you just have like, an oh infant, yeah, your infant sibling. Like, <laughs> calm the fuck yeah. down, you selfish bitch. You get a job and pay some bills. <clears throat> um. Anyway, so Brett, you clearly love this film. I love this movie, and it's. I, I have no doubts about the, our enjoyment of it. Uh, <laughs> How long ago since you saw it? It has also been like 10 or 15 years, but this is unlike some of those ones where I really question, like, I don't remember if this was good or not. Uh, I mean, this is the movie that, like, really put Taco Bell on the map in the U.S. I it think. really did. Like, what? It's, what is this like, movie? Oh, my God. Because they won the fast food wars. Yeah, anyway, it's amazing. What the fuck? I think, like... 
I don't know. I, it's, it's, it's not a movie I quote all the time because they're just stupid quotes. <laughs> yeah, there's not much that's honestly quotable. But, but I think watching this, I, I want to talk about it at the end because there's a lot of interesting spoilers in the plot for this. But in the, in an idiocracy kind of way, I think there's a lot of stuff in this movie that is like silly predictions of the future that have actually come to pass. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. <laughs> and I want to see how much I of don't it know if actually, I like that. yeah, actually is what is our real world today? But I'm pretty sure we'll be entertained what, along the way. What future year does this movie take place in? I don't remember. Uh, it's like, ooh, is cool. it like a hundred year, a thousand no, years it, in the future? It, no, it's no. not actually very far because yeah, it's, yeah it's this isn't a spoiler. Uh, the main character <clears throat> meets someone he knew as like a new like recruit. On the first, oh, so it's like yeah. still in a lifetime. It's a stupidly yeah. short a p- amount it, it's, of time. It's, uh, it's sixty years or something. I love the future movies that take place. It's a, such a short time horizon that we've already passed. Yeah. Like the original yeah. Blade yep. Runner, we're past the. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I guess it was this year, right, or like next year, and like somebody posted on Twitter, they're like, "Just a reminder, we're all supposed to be dressing like this now." <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, uh, it's twenty thirty two. Yeah, and it, 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 it starts in 96, and then, yeah, it goes to 2032. That is oh, wow. not enough time. Yeah. I mean, maybe. <laughs> they, they done goofed. <laughs> <laughs> so I also have never seen this film. Uh, to be honest, before talking to all of you about this, I thought this was an Arnold Schwarzenegger film, just the way you talk about it. It sounds I like feel it like should be. We try to pace out the Arnold movies like one a year. <laughs> well, yeah, like- <laughs> but I just I didn't know I didn't know anything about this film except I do remember that at Comic Con this year they had that Taco Bell Demolition Man experience where mm-hmm. you could go and you could get fries. I guess. <laughs> It's just, what? It's just an Don't you remember? It was across the street from the ice cream place. I love that ice that. cream. That's wonderful. Oh. Yeah. I'm so they get props for doing that because no one remembers that. I was not at all willing to wait in line for it, but we did see it. We did see it. There was a ridiculous line for Taco Bell fries. Yeah. Let, let's just let that sink in. <laughs> That's not what Isn't that gonna... on their menu now? It is Dude, now. They're good at everything. What do you mean that's not what they're good at? Oh, Sam. Oh, Sam. <laughs> Uh, but I'm ex- I'm excited because I did not know that any of those people were in this movie, and I now I'm expecting some sort of crazy action film, like like an action film version of Idiocracy. I think you will be very happy. Okay, good. Um, that might be a really good description. Yeah, an excellent description. <laughs> okay, of what cool. Is. So I guess we're gonna go watch it now. We will be right back. And let you know what we think. About hot dogs. Armor hot dogs. (laughs) (laughs) This movie was batshit crazy. (laughs) Didn't come out, guys. Yeah. Wow. That was a wild, wild ride, right? Sylvester sells seashells by the seashore. that we never find out how to use them there is a little bit of lore like online and they're like diagrams of how people think you're supposed to use the seashells i mean obviously they just turn on different bidets right like one is the ass air dryer one is the water sprayer 
and I don't know the other one's the ball fluffer. I don't I don't Can know. So, so two to clamp and remove. You're so lucky you don't have the visual element of what Brett is doing with no. his hands. <laughs> so but so if you never figured it out, I mean how long was this period of this movie? Three yeah, days, four like days. He's walking around with a mud butt. <laughs> he got the tickets. Yeah, he used the tickets to wipe his ass. Oh, oh yeah, that's yeah. right. Which is my favorite gag in any movie ever, and the most one that's ever been committed to, like so intensely. Yeah, like, there's there's like a siren every thirty seconds. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so we're we're going right to that. The swear finds. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so I have seen this movie before, but it had been easily over twenty years, and if you had asked me. If I remember that, I like I told you, I actually really didn't remember that that much. Some came back to me, but it's really funny how stuff buries yourself. So remember a couple episodes I mentioned I have a short story getting published in an anthology on January first. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you remember that or no. Did I say that yeah. on this podcast? Why don't you just plug it again? Yeah, I mean, you said it to us, but I don't know if it was okay. in the podcast. Oh, I have a new short story that's being published in an anthology. It releases January 1st. You can pre-order it now on Amazon. It's called Escape with an exclamation point. <laughs> uh, an anthology. It's listed as by the writing block. Block is B-L-O-C. Is like the group, the collection of authors. Um, so my story is about you know three versions of the same guy stuck in a parallel version of Earth that really just sucks, and I just kept trying to think <laughs> of things that would suck, like what's really bad, what's really annoying, and there's there's like two dozen different little inconveniences they have to navigate. Um, one of them is swear finds. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like nice. Yeah, I said I would be broke just from doing this podcast alone. <laughs> like, yeah, no. yeah, that was that was. Real good. They they had a lot of good gags in this one. I think this also has my f- favorite action one liner, and I didn't realize it. The uh, the guy jumps out at Sylvester Stallone and like tries to attack, and he's like, "You're gonna g- regret this for the rest of your life." All two seconds of it. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty great. Oh, it was. So many great one liners. MDK my favorite was uh, what's your boggle? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> was great. Yeah, or uh, enhance your calm. Enhance yeah, that was calm. great. Lick your ass. Yes. <laughs> but, so, but uh, Lenina Huxley, because I say the full name, she points out. I love that she calls out in her in how much she enjoyed the violence, and that he said like a fun, she points out that he said a funny line before he did it. Did she? <laughs> oh. there's, I feel like there was a lot of with her through her character, a lot of commentary on the action movies. I feel like this was yeah. his last action hero. I told Cause they even had the that. reference back and forth where in last action hero, there's a cardboard cutout of Stallone in the alternate world as the Terminator. Oh yeah. And then they reference Arnold. In this yeah. Too. Well, yeah. And, uh, Wesley, not yeah, yeah. Wesley Snipes character. He keeps quoting Stallone quotes back to him. Yeah, or, or he was like, he was like, uh, in the museum, he was like, "All right, Rambo." Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah and yeah. then he's like, "Say hello to my little friend." Yeah, totally. at the car scene. That wasn't Stallone. That, was that wasn't Pacino. Stallone. No, oh. close was, uh, enough. Pacino. Oh, Pacino is watching this movie where Arnold got the idea to run for political office. <laughs> I don't know. I was, oh, was this before? I guess. I just oh, want to know yeah. about this like sixty first or sixty third amendment. Mention <laughs> it, and it's like, well, you could go into some detail. Yeah, <laughs> we're open to the idea. I like how he's constantly skipping people's dialogue. Like this is a fucking video game, and you can just skip. <laughs> <that>. <laughs> I skip, it. Skip, skip it. Skip it. Skip it. Skip. I miss this version of Wesley Snipes. I, uh. I do. The whole time I was watching it, I just kept thinking, I want 
to see Wesley Snipes in more movies. Like, he's always enjoyable anytime I see him in a film. Yeah, if only he hadn't evaded those taxes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. But he... Is he in jail? He... He went to jail. I know yeah. he went he's, to jail. But he's been out, he's but still, he's a little yeah. off. Like if you, he's that was a while ago because he did. I think the third blade was post jail. Oh, was um, it? I think so. All I know is he was kind of whacked out. If you like read the filming of that or interviews with like Ryan Reynolds during the filming of that, he was messed up the whole time on something or just very antisocial. And they would just a lot of it. They were just shoot without him in the room. And then just cut. So if you watch it again, he's not in a lot. It's not, I don't know what you call it. The shot where they're both in it. It's just kind of, they're playing with the camera Um, to make it seem like Ryan Reynolds and Jessica Biel are talking to him, but he's not even there over their shoulders with like a extra or something, a stand in probably. Uh, You have to wonder though, like when you have that much money and you have someone else managing your money, like he probably, didn't even know. You know what I mean? It's just like his accountant or whoever was doing some shady shit to like save him money and then uh, they got caught. Just like Maybe. our girl Martha. She wasn't managing her own stocks. <laughs> Actually, she probably was. I don't know. They had emails well, between them. Yeah, there was direct communication. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, she was guilty as fuck. <laughs> and she went to prison. Yeah. Yeah. She's a felon. But uh, yeah, I don't know. In addition to. We were talking about Blade and like uh, the the write up about it. That was just like, yeah, Blade was just not popular because of racism. I was, probably also the same thing with Wesley Snipes going to jail for taxes. Like, who goes yeah. to jail for taxes? Not not, not a white, white male. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Somebody else, I forget who. It's an actress. Just recently was being accused of tax fraud too. I can't remember who it was, but oh, I thought I saw something about that. Yeah. To the Googs. But now there's an article of different famous people that have been nailed. Wesley Snipes, The Situation, Stephen Baldwin, Ja Rule. This, yeah, you We're know like what? We're like 50% Strawberry, black here. Uh, Fat Joe. I'm noticing a trend here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See? Mm-hmm. Racist. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I mean, this one totally. Joe Francis, a- the Girls Gone Wild guy. Fuck that guy. Oh. <laughs> Whoever it was recently was a French actress. Because I think it was she was, it was tax fraud for France, maybe? Hmm. So, Hill. is this movie like the most political movie you've ever seen? Yeah, it's pretty political. It, they took it, essentially the L.A. riots and like yeah, a, a, vil- a guy that's the villain who's actually like a bad guy in the L.A. riots, which ended up being exactly what this movie was, but in the future, which was just I the, thought it was an rich- earthquake. At one point, she says the big one that there was a big earthquake in 2010. Oh yeah. So there was like some, uh, there was another like cataclysmic yeah. event that gotcha. pushed people close to the edge. But uh, the yeah, I don't know. It's just crazy that the it was in the future. It was just rich people have created a world where they can completely ignore poor people. Yeah, it feels yeah. a little huh? little. There, there's some parallels there. Yeah. What was the whole point of like? Talking about him having a daughter and then that never coming up. Well, that, apparently that was uh, a deleted scene. Oh. Uh, they were going to introduce her at one point, like briefly, but oh, I guess okay. they cut it. 
and just decided to... I was full-on expecting the trope that I think you pointed out, Sam. You're like, oh, is is Sandra Bullock going to be his daughter? Yeah. And then I was like, I'm really glad that's not what happened. Yeah. That was a different movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Uh, Oh, I should uh, see Spoilers. Yeah, she bleeped that. Sorry. It, it, It just came out i'm sorry <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's, it's gross and unnecessary and like didn't make the movie any different mm. Mm. i don't know it made the movie very different just not in a good way <laughs> yeah it, it did all it did make the movie different so can we talk about that sex scene guys and the editing where it went all like Space Odyssey, not Space Odyssey, 2001 Space. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Or that like was Sylvester amazing. Stallone's O faces were so funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, what? Yeah. I mean, so Ooh. did they find out a way to like prevent ejaculation? Like, what? <laughs> I was like, just gonna hang out like, and mess yourself. Gonna, like, or, no, I'm sure yeah. if it happens, like, you're supposed to be like embarrassed and you just leave the room. We'll be right back. Well, she changed into a fucking robe. Yeah. She was like, I'm comfortable and can make a mess but you are still wearing clothing yeah i mean unless they found a way to make it it's completely totally neural the experience where it's the exact same experience without the physiological reaction that would make sense i mean because he did say too he's like oh they found a way to you know yeah what is it eliminate fluid transfer yeah (laughs) fluid transfer fluid transfer that was amazing they said that too many times yeah that was Do you remember, like, ultraviolet, like, the weird fucking language they would come up with, like, are you damaged instead of are you hurt? It felt very much like that with all these, like, friendly salutations and... Yeah. Although, I will say, I thought they did a great job with the, like, fake utopia, like, just language and mannerisms and, like, I I totally buy it. It was super... Like, everyone is just super into it. Like, all the characters seem like they're just having a good time. It was very Orwellian. Like, double plus good. Like... (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, it was good. The one thing the future got right was consent for sexual encounters. Like, that was black and white. Like, do you want to have sex right now? Okay. And, like, you have to put on this helmet. So, was, <laughs> was that sex scene more awkward than our previous most awkward sex scene with Tom Berenger and the, the substitute? Uh, in a different reason. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, they were both awkward. That was awkward because it was bad. Yeah, this was awkward because it was funny as hell. Yeah, and the editing. I want a gif of, of just the zooms. Yeah. Just, oh, oh. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't blame. I don't blame Sly for wanting to rip that thing off. I mean, that was that would be very disconcerting. The flashing rave lights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they they really pulled off a of VR in this. This is uh, that was the Oculus, yeah. right? Yeah, should we talk like, about all the things that yeah. this movie got right about the future? The future mm-hmm. is then. Tesla cars. Yeah, yeah. we got Driving. Teslas. Which fun fact? I'm pretty sure. Uh, I think it was Ford or GM made all those concept cars for the movie. They made like 40 of them. Wow, that's, that's crazy. crazy. Sure. You might want to fact check that. But also, did you like that they were they had a fight at the end of the movie in the car dealership, and it was all gray and red like Tesla dealerships. Mm. Yeah, that was pretty great. Uh, it seems like Elon Musk would intentionally try to make the future that movie. Probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to point out there's one thing that is, they are dead wrong about, and this is a common health misconception. Salt is not bad for you. Your body I, needs salt. It is a vital thank nutrient. You. 
<laughs> I did the same thing. I was like, salt's not that the good for study you. that way back when that started the whole thing of it's bad for you that spikes your blood pressure. There was actually an error. There was like a reporting error in the numbers in there. Mm-hmm. Now, that doesn't, doesn't mean you should go like just crank out a bunch of fresh, cracked, you know, Mediterranean sea salt on everything you eat because all the shit we do eat is got plenty in it. But I'm saying, Don't tell me how to live my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, I'm saying, no, but, but do whatever you want, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Do it, but I'm saying salt and general. Green jello on my body and run down the street naked. <laughs> I totally thought that that character embodied the rich spirit. Like that was you for sure. I was like, yep. I could be. I could be Edgar Friendly. Yeah, <laughs> Mister Friendly. Yeah, that was Dennis Leary in the uh, the asshole era. That remember that he had mm. that song. Yeah, that is not an okay song anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Which song? He has. A, it's a. There, there were a few off-color jokes in, oh, in the, this movie. That, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the there Chinese was less than I thought there would be. Makes though. fun of the Chinese people thing was a little like, ooh. Yeah. Sam pointed out the uh, the weird kimono wearing. Oh yeah. Of everybody and yeah, like everyone's all futuristic mm-hmm. except the one Japanese girl in the back that's wearing like a semi-traditional kimono. I'm like, and okay. Then all the cool. white people like appropriating and yeah. making ridiculous because the Japanese are peaceful. And <laughs> I calm. feel like I feel yeah. like that's a that's a big trope you see of a lot of future or sci-fi future stuff from from I don't know like mid '80s through like early aughts. Of- well, I think Star Wars started it. You know, if you look at the clothing design in Star Wars, it's heavily inspired by like geese and Asian. yeah. And I think people were like. Oh, that's it. That's future in sci-fi. Robes. Yeah, robes. Well, isn't Star Wars also just like a samurai movie? Yeah. 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 It's very, yeah, by like the Kira Kurosawa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very much. But you see all that. You see it, well, like the Firefly, you know, a lot of that. Um, Blade Runner, a lot of that. Mm-hmm. The original. Um, but, uh, yeah, I feel like that's it's something... Do you worry of? I notice a lot, and it feels like a cheat. It just feels hacky. Mm-hmm. I was wondering at what point it feels okay because that's one thing about Firefly I liked was that they kind of merged the whole like yeah. Chinese and like Western well, I think culture together. But it gets to a point right where it, this like in this movie, yeah, where it's well, a bit much. There's a difference between referencing something for inspiration and just like straight copying another culture's fashion. You that's know? true. Yeah. Just saying it's yours now. Yeah. I yeah, mean, like, like the only thing that made what they were wearing different was like their weird fucked up hairstyles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're we're just wearing actual historical clothing but looking ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> can, can we talk about how Glenn Shaddix is literally playing the same character in the oh, same yeah. wardrobe as Beetlejuice? Yes. <laughs> yes. But like that's all I really ever need to see. Like that's it's my favorite character in in the movie in both movies actually. <laughs> It bothered me, though, that he, like, just sort of got off scot-free at the end of the movie. Well, I know. I love his survivability, like, his ability to live. Yeah. He's just, like, he's he's a survivor, whether he realizes it or not. <laughs> yep. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to assist you right now, mass murderer man. Like, he gets it. Yeah. 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 But I kind of thought they were going to do this cool reversal at the end where the, like, rebellion leader was like we need to talk about and i was like yes the fact that he's he's just switching allegiances and he doesn't really care and he was like nope your hair yeah I'm like really exactly is that's what you need to talk him. to him so is, is that thing like 
an archetype of a character that I'm not 100%. Like, it's so close to, like, George R.R. R. Martin TV adaptation of uh, oh, Ferris. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I thought, too. Mm. I was thinking totally. that same thing. You know, like, just the... I, I, but it's like, it's like an archetype now. Like, this, like this fat, like... Fat spider. The, fa- <laughs> <laughs> the fat spider. The fat, wimpy, like, I know all the secrets. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I wouldn't feel, call Varys wimpy, though. No, I don't think it's no, wimpy. But I, I feel like, I, yeah, I've seen um, that character a lot. Like, the lackey who has no re- loyalty in the second... I feel like I've seen that a lot where, yeah, their their evil boss gets killed by another evil person and they immediately are like, so, how can I help you? Yeah. I yeah. think of that the sidekick guy from The Mummy. Oh, God, I hate that guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Brendan Frazier. Benny. 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 Look who's got all the horses. Look who's on the wrong side of the river. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love him so much. Because he like always thinks that he's winning and he's not. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess that's kind of where the trope gets flipped on its head in Game of Thrones is like Varys's character actually does have the upper hand most of the time. Yeah. And he so. does seem like he's the good guy. Does he? He's he's not a yeah. good guy. He's a key. I say he's like a neutral. Like he's invested in himself. Like, I mean, what he thinks is right for the yeah. That's kingdom. his self announced. The, the fact he's still alive means he's not a good guy. Like, yeah, not, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. I guess I mean like he's not his his uh, motivation isn't self interest. His motivation is what's the greater good. Yeah, he has really. A whole, I feel the opposite scene in like, the show about that. Where yeah, the greater like, good. He's like. That's why he's helping Tyrion questions Tyrion. his like yeah. like you're you suck and he's like I don't suck I just work for the people in power because that's how you can do cool shit. Mm-hmm. What? Well, Welcome to our Game of Thrones right. fan cast. Well, that, that, I'm a little annoyed actually. One of the be- things about the movie I didn't particularly like was like Cocteau's motivation. Like, okay, I want to create perfect society. And then Dennis Leary's character is like, no, he's evil and just wants to take power and control people's lives. Mm-hmm. And you don't really see the evil other than he tries to kill. Yeah, I friendly. kept expecting them to uncover a bigger plot on how yeah. they've been controlling Whoa. everybody. T.O., they totally got into that. The, the guy runs a eugenicist society where you have to have a license to even have children. Uh, like, they're... Com- is this no? I mean, I I get that, and, but everyone has bought into it. It's not like a. It's not a, obviously not he's everybody. He's a fascist. It's it, he's yeah. Hitler. No, yeah, but he's totally. but it's not a secret. But That's I the kept thing. expecting them to uncover a bigger secret yeah. that he's been covering or, up, this or make it. Everyone bought into. It. I mean, yeah. I think the thing is conform to this very very strict set of guidelines or get fucked. Yeah. This is this and is the real not literally fucked because that's unclean yeah. and dirty. Yeah. Exactly. Society. Just that's mind fucked. But I, actually the big thing that bothered me about the movie like my biggest criticism is the fact that we never got to learn things as the main characters learned. Things. I was just going to say that. We were always told things and two steps ahead of the main characters through the whole movie. So I kind of was a little bored cuz like there was no surprise ever like even at the end when it's supposed to be a big reveal where wesley sipes is like those people were in the building but they were already dead that's why you couldn't read them on the thermo whatever Mm. and i'm like yeah i figured that out right away dude (laughs) like nothing was like a surprise reveal you know well they had really cool concepts that i would have loved to have been a part of the actual plot 
Yeah. As opposed to just told to me. Exactly. That's, it's kind of an action movie trope, though. Like, almost a lot of horror movies do it, too, where, like, the big reveals usually aren't, like, major plot points. It's just, like, here's another shocking thing. But action movies are all about but none you of know the shocking. thing, and then the characters are going to go do the wrong thing anyway, and you go, oh, that thing's going to happen, I know about it. Like, it's uh-huh. not. It's less of a... Totally. Thinker. <laughs> but it's, like, it's definitely not a thinker. Even when the reveals, like, the when it was revealed, like, oh, the guy, that one guy in charge of everything is actually the bad guy. It was like, yeah, I kind of, like, I, even Sam, I think I, Sam I said it, it right out. away as soon totally as I saw him. It was just, like, so obvious, you know, like, nothing was a surprise through the movie. Yeah. I mean, I feel like... I don't know. It would have been a totally different movie, but there were a lot of really cool, serious paths that this movie could have gone down. You know, like, it's perfect, but, like, why are they still so unhappy? And, like, mm-hmm. they kind of touched on all of it, but so I don't you know. wanted the Chris Nolan version of this. I get, I don't know. The 1984 version. No, you're, you're right. Like, it totally wouldn't make sense. But I feel like, I think what Ash and I are getting to is, like, it totally wasn't right, but at the same time, we feel like we're missing out on a better story. Yeah, I think that's a good a good criticism, and I think it's just the, honestly just the wrong total genre of movie for that yeah. sort of plot depth. Oh, yeah, I don't expect it. I didn't expect it. And I didn't remember there being any <laughs> plot depth to it. But you know, with with all the stuff, we we have some excellent ones now. I mean, even back in the nineties, excellent. Yeah. You know, deep movies but this yeah this this is look kind of like starship troopers and in, in its depth mm. i was gonna I say zoolander <laughs> or zoolander yeah even in zoolander though they like undercover like uncover a like secret you know what i mean like they didn't really do that here why male models <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i think one of my favorite things honestly about the movie is it created one of the best imdb credits i've ever seen Oh, and this is that? for a lady named Rosemary Lagunas. So she now has a credit. I mean, she has a credit in her resume. It's hamburger stand scrap. Oh, yeah. That's like hamburger stand scrap. Nice. Oh, and then the you notice Jack Black? No, wait. He was, it says he's a wasteland scrap. So he was just yeah, so someone. He was one of the, like, ec, one of the, yeah, extras? one of the extras. I mean, oh, in 1990, Rob Lowe was in this too, or no? No, 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 no Rob no. Schneider. Oh, Rob, Rob Schneider. Oh, he was right, at the. Right. He's like yeah, the. Yeah. Cop receptionist. He doesn't know how to use the shells. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was underutilized in this film. Right. Like, I yep. wish there were definitely some good jokes, but I feel like I wish it had committed to more humor. Well, I, yeah. I wonder how that relationship went from working with Stallone, because he was in Judge Dredd, too. Yeah. He was like a main character in Judge Dredd, and then going to work with Adam Sandler. Mm. Like that's uh, from those types of movies to the I mean, more he like had a lot comedy. of speaking lines in this movie and didn't get a credit. So maybe <laughs> they were just being shitty. To him. I don't know. I'm curious. Like, cause he was in movies with Stallone before. Yeah. For you, you like, said he, I remember you saying you didn't have a credit beforehand. And then I also remember while watching it early on, it's like, dang, he's got a lot of lines or he's yeah. had a lot of screen time for someone without a, and then you got people, I got Dan Cortese here. Who's credit is Taco Bell entertainer. Yeah. <laughs> did a grand piano in the talk about it. I love yeah. It. But yeah, he can't get a, he can't get a credit for you know all these speaking lines. I was like I thought that was a thing that if you have a speaking line you have to get credit. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. who knows. His role though too I thought was a is a movie that's not 
subtle is not a word I'd use to describe this movie. No. Um, but one thing that I picked up on that I thought, whether it was intentional or not, was... So, he is sort of the front desk, right? Administrator. Yeah. When you come in. But he also fields the 911 calls. Yeah. So, you just need the just the guy at the, the front desk. Just there's one. like There's so... Basically, I take that there's so few of them that you don't need... Yeah. A call center, even one person to only answer him. He can just, as they come in, he can just handle them. I loved that line where he was like, if you'd prefer an automated message, press one. Like, it's so funny. But they had a lot of cops for no crime. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's an engineered society, right? They need jobs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they need people to enforce his fascist laws. Yeah. 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 Exactly. I loved the uh, instructions that all the cops got trying to arrest Wesley's eyes had or else. (laughs) He's like, it didn't work. He panics. Yeah, I like like that, like, they've just never encountered this. So they're like, what even is this code? I don't know. Yeah. Murder, death, kill. (laughs) Murder, death, kill. Isn't that like, isn't that like the The name of a metal band? (laughs) Mary. Mary, Mary fuck, fuck kill. kill. Yeah. It's, it's, murder fuck death Mary kill, kill feels like the next yeah. version of that. Okay, who would you murder it's, death? Who would you mil- who would you murder? Who would you death? Who would you kill? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, <laughs> it's like who would you murder? Who makes you really angry that you would enjoy killing them and then yeah, you yeah. just wish to die? Yeah, exactly. And then, if you just had to kill someone. Okay. I did. This is kind oh. of a fun game. I'm down. <laughs> Who I was would trying I murder? To look up why oh, Rob Schneider wasn't. I'm going to call this part of the recording Exhibit A. <laughs> <laughs> it's premeditated if I keep talking. Yeah. I feel like we didn't go through very much of the future tech. Well, what would we have? We had uh, we had Teslas. We had Teslas with yeah. the self driving. I did like we the, had the steering wheel that like compresses when it's self driving. Yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. cool. Yeah. My robot did that too. They oh did. really? Not, or not? Not the Shrek. I think it like sunk into the sunk dash. In, yeah. It's like, oh, they got that from there, maybe. One thing I actually really liked, I thought was very authentic. One, I love Wesley Snipes in this, because he he was just having fun. You can tell he was Mm -hmm. having a lot of fun. Um, When he's getting his weapons at the museum, the first part, I love, it's another thing that rings true, that he originally goes for stuff that was from his time. Yeah. uh, Assault Mm -hmm. rifle, shotgun, all that. And then he, it dawns on him. He's like, "I'm in." He's like, "I'm in the fucking future. Like, where are the yeah. phasers and stuff?" And he realizes, yeah. Like, "Yeah, there's probably he." And that's totally realistic. And then he just finds the most recent thing before I guess all guns were completely outlawed. Um, and it happens to be like a rail gun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm Which, confused about how the like programming in his brain. Like, I get that it like made him understand all this stuff, but I don't understand how he was like. Nah, that programming to go kill that dude? Nah. You know, like, he just oh, like, seemed to, like, very guy. easily be, like, he never even came close to, like, yeah. even attempting. Like, I don't, I was confused about. I mean, I guess he was down there. He was, but with they the kind of dropped the point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with, like, with the fact that he couldn't kill Cocteau, it's like, okay, you obviously are getting conditioned to not do this thing. Yeah, you're, like, And controlled. then, like, if he saw, because he saw Friendly... And then I guess he did. So they were at the point he him, sees yeah. him, they're oh, both yeah, together. So I guess true. that is the trigger. But it was very brief. Like they mm-hmm. did no emphasis on it. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, there he is. It felt like this thing that could have really driven the plot. And then they're like, nah. 
Yeah. You know? I mean, how fun would that have been to, like, watch this villain learn how to code his own, like, brain and, like, Mm -hmm. override what he was... Make himself better. Yeah. Yeah, Like, that would have been really fun. But once again, a more serious movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he did find a low-tech solution around killing Cocteau. Just tell tell Jesse Ventura to kill him. How is Ventura... Okay. Yeah, I've I've forgotten you said that he was in it at the beginning, Rich. So at first I was like, is that Goldberg the wrestler? <laughs> so I looked it up and then I saw his name on there. I was like, no, yeah, yeah, that was Ventura. Um, what's funny is I think again I don't know how intentional it was. Um, I think the real message of the movie was balance is the key to a good society because I feel like yeah. Mm-hmm. There are things that would that'd be nice about this. There's a lot of things that'd be a pain in the ass. Like to Sam's point, I'd probably go insane if I couldn't swear. If you, yeah. if anyone's ever read anything I've ever written, I'm a fan. <laughs> I'm a fan of the fucks and the shits and the dams. Um, yeah, we're gonna have to write you up for that. That's but <laughs> uh, behind me. Yeah. But uh, and, and then, but that would be a pain, and a lot of stuff's very controlling and limiting in your choices. But yeah. I don't want to rile up listeners. I mean, if you told me you could snap your fingers and like guns wouldn't be a problem, I'd be like, yeah, that'd be great. I have kids. They're not in school yet, but you know, Mm -hmm. something I think about. So I like that. It wasn't necessarily. And I don't think this was intentional in the filmmakers. I think they were just trying to make a very future fun action, you know, but I both are, you know, there are things that are nice and things that sucked about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That was a little weird. That like the the actual spoken moral of the f- film was sometimes violence is necessary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it felt the fact that he boils down coming up with like po- like a whole governmental system to just meet somewhere in between. It was like, it's yeah, not See, I love that, that though because like since the movie didn't take itself seriously at all, yeah, and they were all just joking around this. Like you said, this was like last action hero. Like, what else came out around this time that this is making fun of? Um, I just kind of felt like it was making mm. like fun of something. Oh, but what yeah. in particular? I, I mean, they say. have the lethal weapon poster on the wall. Oh, yeah, they, they yeah. have that, but they, but it's definitely. I don't think it's aside from the cops. Maybe yeah, like, co- I don't know. The it's too much of a reference. Out and yells to that. at him. Yeah, yeah. There, there's that, but like nineteen, like it's very nineteen eighty four, and it's kind of <laughs> like a joke on nineteen eighty four. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's Brazil, but that was much earlier, right? Yeah, I mean, this most of the stuff in this was just it, it's it's a good commentary on every single part of this movie on almost everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh God, if every restaurant was Taco Bell, I'd be okay. Oh, you. But it's like Taco constantly Bell constantly being Taco Hell. There's like the there's like the I fancy never. one, and then there's like the then there's the regular one. Well, it didn't seem like it was. Mexican food. It was here's your food pellet. It was yeah. Neo Mexican. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the big tub of Taco Bell. I mean, to be fair, I wouldn't call Taco Bell today Mexican food. You know, it's yeah. true. It's its own delicious thing. It even says in some Taco Bells, it says Mexican inspired. <laughs> oh yeah, I think All in most of them. Yeah, I like how McDonald's can't say that uh, McFlurry is actually ice cream. It's like frozen dairy treat because it's legal. Yeah. There's like a legal amount. Of actual Here. like cream and uh, and like being yeah. <laughs> yeah, called ice cream. Uh. One thing I think is interesting about even the the food the uh, franchise wars commentary mm-hmm. is like how much the world has become that 
also because yeah. even though every restaurant yeah. isn't Taco Bell, like Everything the company that brand. owns Taco Bell owns KFC, Pizza Hut, Wing Street, A and W, like all you know, every company is a part of a mega conglomerate, mm-hmm. and in a little bit, in a little bit of a way, everything is Taco Bell. Yeah, it's like, true. <laughs> yeah. They're just, depressing. they're just smarter about how they're branding it. And yeah. The shell corporations. I'm really curious to know, like... Taco shell corporations. Did Taco Bell, <laughs> like, I love you. For that, you know what I mean? Like, did they... Like, what were the other fast food restaurants oh, that clearly... So here's how the much trivia. did Taco Bell pay? Yeah. The, I mean, I'm surprised is, they defeated McDonald's. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it was just literally a joke because they actually didn't use Taco Bell in other countries because Taco Bell was only popular in the U.S. at that time. And so it was Pizza oh. Hut everywhere else. What? What? Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. Huh. But I guess those are both but yum, yum brands, have, so yeah, they probably still, bid for that. They but, probably yeah. did, yeah. They had to have, like, yeah, gotten permission and mm. all this stuff. Could you imagine? Because otherwise, Taco Bell would probably be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> but I made that joke earlier. But I guess this movie might actually have the Taco Bell on the map. Maybe I don't know. No, Taco Bell was definitely a thing. It was, it was already there, but now it's like six. other places. But Sylvester Stallone goes there. But yeah. He doesn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they didn't like that part of it. Did they ever say what they were drinking out of those champagne flutes? Since alcohol is illegal. No. No. Huh. Also, did they serve them? Slices of pizza in other countries. Oh, what does that no. scene look like? Probably the same. Just... chips down with like a habanero next to it. They do. Yeah, oh. and when they serve him at the Taco Bell. Oh, so but it also looked like look someone like? had a plate of sushi. Yeah, or like pretty, caviar. Pretty sure. It's like weird oh, okay. food, but it still seems weird pellets. for it to be like, like oh, Taco Bell. Here's like some really, really expensive nachos. Yeah, like individual like bite sized nachos. <laughs> and then like, do they do it with like, bagel nachos? Bites? In, like, the Pizza Hut version. Dude, I am weirdly so hungry right now. Yeah. Weirdly. <laughs> we haven't eaten lunch. Chicken That's wings. true. But, I mean, talking about... You guys ate, like, so many empanadas. Yeah, not enough. I told you. <laughs> so, let's get a final... Should we get a final yeah. wrap-up? Uh, Patrick, why don't you start us off? What did you think? Very enjoyable. If you are in the mood for just very classic early 90s action cliche just fun just you know mm-hmm. popcorn action movie fun this is a good one to throw on okay right enjoyed it thoroughly yeah this was exactly as i remembered it which is rare for any movie i watched <laughs> apparently it made an impression on it, me as especially a kid. for how long it's and been. for how long it's been like there was and that's a little bit of a bummer there was nothing surprising in this movie, there's nothing I, I forgot. Think that's just everything that came up. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah. no, I I loved it. It was great. Sam, uh, I I don't know, guys. I didn't really like this one. I think if I had a choice between, like, it I don't know. It feels a lot like Idiocracy, but I feel like Idiocracy does it better. And it's not bad, but I don't care to watch it again. And I got pretty bored by the end. So I'm very sorry to disappoint you. You thought there's Bra- definitely Rondo was a better a better spoof company than yeah. the Taco Bell. <laughs> there's I mean, there's definitely things that are really amusing and entertaining, but it's kinda like one liners, you know, and, and nothing like And there's not enough of them. Yeah, and there's not enough like it, it not enough to make me want to watch it again. 
There might not have been enough one-liners. There really was There were a couple I, of good ones. Because you guys were saying before, like, oh, I never really quote this movie. And it's because there's not a lot of quotable things. But I also there's don't think that's Stallone's jam anyway. I don't yeah. think he's a one-liner guy. That was, that was really... a few, but I can't think of any yeah. of it yeah. come to mind. I feel like it would have been way fun. If it was somebody that did one-liners. Like, like Arnold's Arnold. a one-liner. Yeah. Arnold sits at home between movies and just uh, just thinks of <laughs> one Now He's got an entire writer's room at his house. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, if, if I kill someone with uh, with ice, I will say chill. <laughs> uh, and then he ended up doing that. <laughs> uh, but, man. You liked it? I still like this movie a lot because it's just... I don't know. It's a goofy action movie that uh, really doesn't have too much like negativity going on in its whole vibe. And I think, like, it's again the the, the post Nolan effect. Like all of the recent action for action sake movies are so serious, and everyone's in a bad mood, and like everyone's like really actually evil. And like I miss the fun. Of murder. And, <laughs> what? Oh, of murder death? Brett. It's, it, you know what I mean. Fun action violence. Yeah. yeah. Back you know. when it was okay to punch somebody in the face. Uh, the, the hero who kills more people than the villain ever did. Like, <laughs> this. I was going to mention that. Like, is Sylvester Stallone really a good guy? Because in the end, he blows up the entire cryo jail and kills everyone in it. But they, they were, were all, all criminals. People. Yeah, so was, was he. was there another him in there? Yeah, like, yeah. who was wrongfully oh, accused? That was totally what I thought was happening when the, the motorcycle came through the Taco Bell. Or, like, oh. I thought it was Sylvester Stallone. And I was like, oh, uh, now this shit's interesting. Oh, there's, there's, like, a weird a future movie. thing. And then I was like, oh, it's Clone just poor Stallone. people. Is that, okay. Is that Time Cop? <laughs> I no. thought it was Clone stuff, yeah. Time Cop. Time Cop. Time Cop? Van Damme. Time Cop. With the infamous splits in his underwear on the kitchen counter thing. <laughs> oh my god, I want to see this movie. Uh, yeah, we got to watch some Van Dams. Let's get some Van Damage going. We do need to watch some Van Dams. Street Fighter. Man. Street Fighter. Okay, oh, wait, god. I didn't want to mention this because Street Fighter came out the year after this. And oh. uh, didn't we say it was Van Damme on the slate yeah. for this one? He okay, was. He was one of the first ones. His Guile costume is exactly the same as Stallone's costume in this, with the beret and the the, the all black, like the, his final shootout scene. They're in the same costume, except mm-hmm. Van Damme has a stupid blue tank top in Street Fighter. Uh, I love because Guile. But <laughs> I love the conceit of like the eighties and nineties action movies that the toughest and most badass ass dudes wear berets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's how you know. So, Ash, what did you think about Demolition Man? I think there was a lot of fun stuff in the movie that was, like, pretty ridiculous. But I kind of agree with Sam. Like, I was a little bored because nothing was really a surprise plot-wise. It it felt like, yep, know where this is going. Mm -hmm. But I enjoyed, like, I didn't like the plot, but I enjoyed all the other elements of the film and we didn't even really talk about sandra bullock but i feel like she was really oh, yeah. fun in this movie she was too. really good like, yeah yeah i really enjoyed sells her it really well mm-hmm. i yeah. love the bit of the mispronouncing the phrase yeah, the, she's the really fun to watch i feel like stallone is the 
wrong casting choice. Totally. I feel like he was like the rest of the film, like you said, Brett, is like having fun and being a little goofy. And he's a little too serious for yeah. me. I, I wish had that thought he had while been I was different. watching it. Was yeah. like Stallone literally could have been any action hero. Who do you guys think mm-hmm. would have been like a? a I mean, of choice? course, Arnold. I, that's always. what I, I know. It's, yeah. It seems like too fun. easy of a suggestion, but that was the first thing that came to mind. Is I feel because yeah. he have fun. I mean, we saw him do it, have fun poking fun at these types exactly, of movies. Exactly. Yeah. Last action hard, hero. He's capable. It's hard of not it. to choose him. Yeah. I could even see like The Rock working. Oh, yeah. You know. Jason Statham. Yes. Oh. Like, in, in the crank style way. I can never mm-hmm. take him seriously. That's why he would have been great in That's why he would have been good, yeah. Uh, see, I, do, I like the fact that Stallone is too serious. Mm. And that, to me, is just another funny point of, like, this guy's taking it all way too seriously. Mm. <laughs> He's just really okay. pissed off I can see that, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think I would watch it again, but uh, I enjoyed the experience watching it. I, I do think, though... Just to hit on this, because you mentioned it in the first half, Rich, I actually felt the pacing was kind of slow. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, mm-hmm. it like it was fine until we hit the third act, and the third act, yeah. for some reason, it really like hit a wall and slowed down for me, and the movie felt really long. Yeah, when it could have been a bit faster. Also, side note really bummed that he knocked out Sandra Bullock because she was like kicking fucking ass. And then he's like, you're a woman. Mm-hmm. You yeah. Know? Like I'm going to make this decision for you. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. I mean, I if they been... had gone into it a little bit more, I think, he, I think what they were going for is that he saw how distraught she was after killing for the first oh, time. Okay. So he was trying to save her from the emotional trauma of, killing people I don't want you to have to <laughs> but it definitely yeah. came across as like oh woman get well, out of here yeah. Yeah. i mean that was kind of the way they wrote her character like she had all of the best jokes but the, her the whole point of her being there was she was like the uh the avatar of this infantilized society yeah. and mm-hmm. she's yeah. like i don't understand anything <laughs> and like it, yeah, the whole being freaked out after murdering. It, yeah, it's it just kind of took away her whole agency in the film. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I was really she, hoping because, cool. like, I was really hoping she was gonna come back at the end fight and end up like helping him. Mm-hmm. You know, can we? We didn't yet, but can we talk about that end fight? What the fuck type of way is that to take down your villain? Street Fighter ends almost exactly the same. Are you kidding me? He froze him and kicked his head off. Like, really? It's pretty bad. He knows he's dead. That's, well. well, So at the beginning of the movie, uh, Wesley Snipes uh, made that joke. Like, uh, uh, I'd lose my own head if it wasn't attached to my body. And Stallone says, I'll remember that. And and that's how he (laughs) killed him. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, it needed a one-liner there. They needed to call that back and be like, it looks like you lost your head, you know? like He did it it wrong, though, because he (laughs) He did did the, like, it's cold in here or something line. Oh, it's cold in here. Uh, Yeah, yeah, because they did both the lines, and they should have chose. Yeah. Or both. Would you have complained if both were in there? no. See? I agree. Also, I'm pretty sure that that thing would not have worked that way. Mm. Uh, it was magic freeze juice. That's how okay. it works. All right. Yeah, that's right. not. You can spill a drop of fucking liquid nitrogen on the floor, and that will not happen. I mean, it wasn't liquid nitrogen. <laughs> they never say that. No, it was it's just magic freeze mean. potion, glowing yeah. blue pellet. 
Just like the magic lube that they froze people in. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Also, how fucking traumatic would that be? Like, you're just, we're locking you in this little claustrophobic tube and we're going to drown you to death in this goo. I sentence you to be frozen in thick juice. (laughs) 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 Oh, God, no, just kill me. Like a fruit cocktail. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there there were a lot of ass shots. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no, no yeah. frontal though, except no, for that one. There was oh, ball. like during the freezy scene, there was definitely some like ball on glass action. Just like go I think back that, to was, that phone that call. Also, oh. Sylvester, he wanted that shot. You could, you could hear the he, he demanded those that shot. I would too. Yeah, going back to the phone call scene. So, like, what real sex is not okay, but phone sex is still a thing. Yes. Oh, just a pair of boobs. Yeah. Yeah. They seem way too prudish for her to be so f- chill about like being naked in front of a stranger it's like, yeah, oh, yeah. Huh. yeah. number i mean unless she's like part of an underground prostitution ring like maybe that's a thing there's another storyline that could have gone with yeah like, where's the dark side of this that was one thing i was wondering is like they mentioned like abortion is illegal but if you have to go to a laboratory to be like inseminated to be pregnant then you're probably not even worried about getting you know yeah. like I don't know. I thought that was weird. I was like, okay. Well, abortion's I mean, illegal. Pregnancy is illegal without a license. Yeah. <laughs> Everything. Yeah. These things seem to cancel each other out. Right? Got a little <laughs> handmaiden's tale there for a minute. Yeah. I guess that was Demolition Man. Thanks for uh, bringing it and uh, actually joining us finally. After Richard. all these years. No, thank you. It's been a pleasure, as always. Where, where can our fans find you? Uh, your fans nowhere. can find me <laughs> nowhere. Kidding. I do not participate in social media. I do not have an email address for you to get to me at because I'm not giving it to you. That's That sounds so nice. That's yeah. the strongest That plan. sounds yeah. so nice. Can our fans tweet at Brett to deliver you messages? No, don't talk to me. <laughs> oh, if you like the show, it's on Laughstash TV Network. We've got a YouTube channel with a drinking show and video parodies and sketch shows and Video game parodies? Screw it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Accurate. And this podcast, and it's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, we just, um, I've been recently been doing the behind the scenes for that project I was doing with Nick called Infectious. So the behind the scenes is called uh, Zomcom Diaries, and I take you behind the scenes of us shooting the pilot episode for Infectious. And the most recent episode is really fun guys because uh our makeup artist takes you all through how she made the the zombie makeup and like it's really cool stuff she like makes fake flaky skin with like crepe paper and like all sorts of weird stuff she makes her own fake skin in the microwave too it's cool cool so if you want to know how to do that check that out uh otherwise you can also follow us on twitter we're at laughstash tv on twitter or you can follow this podcast specifically, which is at Let's Rewatch, where we do fun things like movie polls. Or I also post a picture, a screenshot from the movie we're watching, and you get to guess what it is. And this time, the first one to guess it was Maynard. So good job, Maynard. Greg also got it. Adam and um, and a few other people. So thank you so much for answering that screenshot quest <laughs> you did it you also, did it. you gonna... solved my screenshot puzzle <laughs> i'm very proud of you all yep i'm gonna shamelessly plug ash here um for With all the of... seashell <laughs> no <laughs> 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 no 
for those of you that really like learning about cool film and YouTube stuff, Ash oh. has an awesome series out yeah. on LinkedIn Learning Thank where you. she teaches you all of her awesome secrets. And it's really good, really funny. She's put a ton of effort into it and it is totally worth it. And you should definitely check it out. Yeah, that's on lynda.com or LinkedIn Learning and it's called YouTube Tips Weekly and a new video comes out every Friday. So one came out today. Yeah. So all you students and people out there that have work accounts for LinkedIn Learning or lynda.com, go and use them to watch Ash's videos. It's well worth it. Yeah. And while you're at it, go and give us a five-star review on iTunes or Google Play, or Stitcher, and uh, share us with your friends. Get us more listeners. We love to have a bigger Let's Rewatch family. One more plug here. Brett and I and Ash were all on our good friend Mitch's podcast. He's going to be releasing it in the new year, where he interviews people about all the nerdy things they like to do in their free time. So you should definitely check that out. Thanks again for being on, Rich. Yeah. You're very welcome. Make sure you keep your podcast feeds up to date. We do this every two weeks, and now we're putting stuff in the in-between weeks occasionally, so check that out, too. But yeah, next time, (laughs) we're going to watch Monstered. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, God. Look at the poster for The poster for listeners is a girl getting sucked down a toilet. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever gets you off. (laughs) 